Hey there, what's up everyone? We got an awesome episode of Dads, Dudes, and Coaches coming right at you for the next 40. Um, sitting right here in the studio next to my co-host who is flexing, Mr. <laughs> B-Rad, Bradley Olson. I'm so ready to go. <laughs> it's Women's History Month and we've got an awesome episode that uh, we're going to be talking about women's coaching in sports, from youth sports all the way up to the professional ranks. Where did all the women go? Um... Look, uh, you got a question, comment, topic you want us to cover, please DM us, hit us on Instagram, on the IG. Uh, what's your handle? SC Trojan Brad? That's right. Okay. And uh, mine is Jeff, G E O F F, Low Conti Tennis. Uh, give us a shout out, okay? It's uh, 40 minutes. We got an awesome episode coming. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to hand it over to you, buddy. Cause we, we always kick it off with headlines and, uh, and, and you give us the spin. It's this one's, you know, let's be quick with these because this topic is going to be fruitful today and I'm excited about it, but the headlines, I mean, everyone's a, seen a, Russell great Wilson, topic. Russell Wilson got traded to the Broncos for like seven draft picks and two guys, right? <laughs> this is what I think. <laughs> Hooray! This is what I think. Yeah. I think they're going to go with this guy, Drew Locke, or maybe a free agent that will help them this year, and they're going after one of the one of the studs that's coming out next year. That's what I think. Right. I don't know anything about it. Is this like is this big news? I didn't hear this. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really they, in the football they world. They traded but. like four draft picks and two guys for Russell Wilson and like a fourth-round draft pick. Okay. So Denver is all in, wow. just like kind of like the Rams. Wasn't he like a franchise player? Or yeah. Yeah. But Interesting. Wow. So Russell anyway, Wilson. there's still no baseball. That's just yeah. kind of boring. Yeah, like, yeah. They they canceled. I don't really care. They canceled the first. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are being apathetic about it, and yeah. Once they put the uniforms back on, I think I'm gonna get excited. But it's kind of really annoying. I right only get now. excited come playoff time for baseball. It's such a long season. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie. But you know, Mike Trout put it perfectly. He said, "Look, we kind of like have taken it." so many times just so we could get on the field and we're done we're done for we need to make sure that we do it right for future generations so we're gonna we're not gonna compromise on some of the things that are really important to us like bigger bases <laughs> seriously they're, they're arguing for bigger bases come on <laughs> it's one of the points just no, make a bigger golf hole no, no shifts come on bigger That's bases silly. a pitch clock or something is what they want yeah like the serve clock in tennis no. I know. No one even pays attention to that thing. No. Uh, moving on, this this happened, I think, last week, but uh, Novak broke up with his coach, one of his coaches, again. Again. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> I mean, they, come on. They, were, they were together, they broke up, they got back together, and now they broke Old up again. News. <laughs> Old news. <laughs> so... You probably didn't hear, but this fascinated me. There's this, okay. speaking of women, there's this woman, the number one women's golfer. Her name is Jin Young Ko. Oh, wow. She won last weekend for the sixth time in 10 starts, but that's not, okay, that's awesome, right? But she's had yeah, 15, wait, wait, wait. That's amazing. 15 consecutive rounds in the 60s. Oh, my gosh. 30 consecutive rounds under par. By the way, I have 15 consecutive rounds in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Let's no, be honest. Play one of those. One in the, of those. <laughs> in, in, the, in, the, in the 60s? It's amazing. That is it. That, that's consistency right there. 
I it like is, that. No, it's it's a record. Well, I'm just it's, saying, it's but like consistency, consist- like consistency, uh, is shooting seventy two every single time. No, I'm She's saying like, consistency on an exceptional level. Oh. Yeah, yes. not not regarding cut, the par score. I, I cut you off and let you finish. <laughs> that was awesome. But it is March. March is my favorite month of the year, and that's because of college basketball. Because <laughs> you're mad. <laughs> college basketball yep. is here. It's yep. championship week. A lot of teams punch their ticket to what they call the big dance. Right, the big week. ticket. The big ticket. So. One of the most exciting things I have seen in a very long time happened yep. on Monday. All right. And I actually screamed <laughs> when it happened. Oh, wow. I might have woken up everybody in the house. <laughs> that hasn't happened in a long time. Or maybe it happens all the time. But <laughs> <laughs> right. Below right, knows which... what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, anyway, so this thing happened, and I'm going to play the clip for you. Okay. And I'm going to try. I, don't, I hope it does was this, it. Was this the buzzer I beater? hope it does it justice. Against you Furman? You saw it. Oh, no way. Is this it? Oh, my God. It wasn't even <laughs> trivia. <laughs> it wasn't even trivia. I was just taking so, a wild guess. So, Oh, so this is sick. Furman hasn't been to the tournament in yes. 42 years. Oh, my God. And they hit a, hit a shot to send it to overtime. And overtime, they hit a, a shot with four seconds left. Yeah, and then they have this team Chattanooga, who's been there in 2016. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, a whole bunch. And then, oh, you know, dude, play this clip. This is, so I'm gonna try to. Oh my god, do this amazing. so everybody can hear. It I love that. I love quick. that you have this clip. Here we go. Yeah. Everybody so, rushes the so, court. So. But what what they what what everybody can't see is that you know he's shooting at what like half court and the red goes off on the on the backboard and, and there's like and the ball's in the air. There's three guys around yeah. him and then, yeah. but that moment where you hear both announcers at the same time with like pure elation. Oh, that's the, that's March right oh, there. Dude, it's what the they, what you don't the hear best. on the radio call, which I listen to as well. <laughs> oh my goodness, we win! We have shirtless men jumping on the pile. We have everybody coming in from the stands. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's because the the student section. Yeah. The student section came down and like started jumping on the yes. players who were mauling yes. each other. But Pandemonium. Like, can you imagine how it feels to be Furman? It's, it's like, like college uh, football, when they, right? It's, it no, is the best. No. That's so cool. All right, I'm going to give you a headline, okay? I love the headlines. I, I'm just going to say I love being back here in the studio. We had a couple weeks off. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah. And uh, it's just nice to be back here. We had a little, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to let everybody know we had a little glitch getting this going. We, we couldn't remember how to record. <laughs> But blame, it was uh, <laughs> blame the computer. <laughs> blame the computer. We forgot to plug in yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the headline, okay, because I'm a you know I'm a rackets guy. It's Women's History Month. I have a wife, two daughters. I'm big on this stuff. And um, so there's two rackets professionals, uh, coaches, and people that uh, are just awesome, awesome people. And I want to give them a shout out: Anna Zubori and Florentina Hanish, big professional platform tennis players. Um, speaking of like domination for their sport. So these, uh, these two young ladies have entered six events in the platform tour this year. They've won all six. Okay. And, um, hold on for a second. That's six. What is platform for us? We could go into details. It's, uh, it's a game played outside in screens, 
during the winter and it's on a uh, think of a service box if you don't know the size of a tennis court it's in the service box so it's a little shorter yeah and uh add in like racquetball that kind of element you can play it off the screens you can play it pretty much year round uh predominantly play northeast midwest cold weather okay uh short but you know, shorter, not as tour. long rackets there's a professional tour and okay. these two not only have won all six events they uh they have won all of their matches they're undefeated it's pretty sick and they got nationals coming up in two weeks so if you're around on the 18th the weekend uh that friday saturday sunday it's going to be some awesome action going out it's on long island uh it's also going to be on i want to give a shout out to apta which is the uh, uh american professional uh platform tennis association um so go to platformtennis.org. they'll have it live streaming it's gonna be sick Okay, you got to check it out. All right, those two, I really, you know, knock on wood, good luck to them. Uh, I really hope they bring it home. Um, that weekend, I'm, I'm <laughs> top, up. I got a mic drop. <laughs> I got a, it's March. And like I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> but look, look, if you're looking at your TV and you want to turn on I, the laptop, go to live streaming, platformtennis.org. Okay, it's it's gonna be sick. If you go, I'll do that and I'll look for you on the screen. I'll tell you. I'll, like hit a, you like I'll hit you up. I'll hit you up. I'll tell you when they're playing. I, I see you on the, the TV. The <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, man. This is like they are. It's just so fun to watch them. It's pretty cool. Um, all right, so we got look. We had, it is Women's History Month, and we're gonna be talking about the women's roles in coaching and the landscape of women in coaching. Um, I know you've done some research. I've done some research. We have. Uh, you want to give everybody the history, how this has come about to be a topic on our, on our show. Do you remember? Well, I remember. I mean, I, there are several avenues that could yeah. lead us to where we are. All I, right. I I'm going to give remember. you this, the long story short. I was sitting watching my daughter oh, play yes, softball yes. and noticing the coaches and the gender. And all of a sudden I was like, Hey, I just sent you a text. Like, what's up with this? Is this normal? Uh, where's this going? And why are all these men, these dads coaching, uh, these girls playing a sport, uh, which I do not think is equivalent to baseball, different ball, different field, different field, uh, you know, um, setting, if you want to say, uh, different pitching, different bat, like everything is different. (laughs) I'm like, I have seen one woman over the course of six weeks coach all these girls yep. and all the rest are dads. So you do the numbers and it's like 99% are dads coaching girls. Uh, and so the, my next thought was, is this going to, is this the way it's going to be for my daughter? Like she's going to always be taught by a man. Well, it's funny you ask because you know, I've, I have some friends who are former D1 athletes. Yep. One of them, a softball player. You're looking at one? And yep. <laughs> you're a softball player? No. <laughs> <D1>? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Women D1 athletes. Right, right, right. And, you know, I, I, rec- you know I, I asked for her opinion on this, and she said, look, you know, it was a long time ago. You know, I have two daughters now. Uh, the only woman coach in their lives is me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did. It is interesting, though, um, but she said, look, I had a men coaches my entire career until all every level, until junior year of college was the first time there was any female coach at all. Wow. This was 20 years ago, yeah. probably. Yeah. 
it's a little different now, and I think there's some reasons for that. But which we're going to get into exactly. So this episode, it's going to be kind of serious. We're going to make you think. We're going to make you ponder. Yeah. We're going to make you, yeah. you know. We just want to challenge everybody's point of view. Yeah. Not that there's a right or wrong. It's but it, it's 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 more of describing the world. Yeah. Where we were, where we are, and hopefully where we'll go. Yeah. Yeah. But. So can yeah go ahead but, yeah because I'm, I'm interested in know I like to the other side of this yeah. Karen the wife she was coached by a male <laughs> wife. her whole right. high school career junior right. junior high school this is your school. wife in what sport softball okay she she could not say better things about her coach and that's great I he, I appreciate and that I wasn't the coach he but was, as a male yep. He is now the regional director of the program for like a bigger area now, yep. apparently. Yeah. But her point was like he was, I don't know if he was a baseball player, but he certainly played at a high level of men's competitive softball. So right. he understood the dynamics of the game and were able to teach that. Where I think it's different, and this is some a point that my, and I think, we're going to talk about this a yeah. little bit, but, you know, playing is different than coaching. Yes. But coaching women, girls, is different than yes. coaching men. Yep. They learn differently. Yep. Their bodies are different. Yep. You know, you can't speak Their to them the same Their minds are different. Way. Their so, emotions are different. Especially in the early teens, their hormones are different, right? Yep. Yep. So you ha it's kind of like, I think in the rec division when they're younger, a lot of it is, and this is another friend of mine made this point. Yeah. She's a former D1 basketball player, actually went to the Final Four, was Miss Indiana. Wow, in, good for uh, her. In high That's school. a really high level. She's in the Indiana Hall of Fame for basketball. That's cool. She said, With Bobby and I've read this in multiple areas, um, she said, look, like, <laughs> Women in general are better at managing the house, right? Mm -hmm. They're just better at it. Mm -hmm. I'm so. Do they do the men help a lot more than they used to? Absolutely. Right. But do the are the women still just like taking charge of the house, the kids, the schedules, the cooking, the the not the not the cleaning, but like things around the house and organization, so they don't have time to coach. So you right. see men, who are coaching their daughters or coaching their sons just because they have time. Exactly. And they, yeah. they have to drive their son or daughter there anyway. Well, and they might see poor coaches in that experience or when they're there, like you, like we've talked about before, there's a way you coach. Yeah. You don't say there's a man on second when they hit it, run the third, you say, <laughs> what are you going to do here? Because if you do it, the, the former way, they're just going to, they don't know what they're learning. There's, doing what you said, but if you right. involve them in the process of what to do, eventually they'll learn Yeah, that, you know, so potentially, they, potentially, but you have the, to, you have to reinforce it. You have to do it a lot Yeah, yeah. because a nine year old, it, by the time they get to 15, they better yeah. know what they should be doing or they weren't listening. So yeah. I, I have learned <laughs> to get to that point. It's a, it's a subtle nuance there. We all have, right. we all have different personalities. So, um, I'll take my two daughters. If I were to ask one of them, what would you do? One would say, uh, run back to first. So in that case, I would say, you got to run to third. The other one, if I were to ask, what would you do? She'd be like, 
Yeah, we're in the third. <laughs> um, so I'm learning, okay, because you it's, know me. I'm like a constant even, learner. It's, there, yeah. there are some kids that are going to need, because it's their personality, to be told what to do. And I think, but that's, this, again, irrelevant to kind of our topic. But I think if you're, if you really are a coach that's in tune with, um, which is uh, in tune with your players, um, understanding the difference, as you said, between being a player and being a coach. And I think uh, there are so many qualities and characteristics that go along with being a coach that is very apropos, as they say, of females. What I have a bone with is that, you know, you look at since Title IX occurred, the idea of equality in, in gender and in sports in college, um, more male coaches have come in. Uh, there's that they do, they do provide the reason being more money has come in. So more male coaches said, Oh yeah, this is more reputable. There's more money. So I'm going to start to put my neck out there and, and apply for these jobs. My issue is that, and again, it's not with, it's not with like, is it male, female? It's with the specific nature of a sport. Um, and, and it's not to say that a, a male cannot teach my daughter, to throw a ball, but we've had this conversation. Like, it's like the, if you're, if you want your daughter as a parent or you want your son as, as a parent to succeed at a certain level of athleticism, athletics, there's going to be a level that of coaching that is going to be needed in those formative first years of playing to get to that next level. And if, and, and and I think we, you know, as we spoke, it was okay. The dad has the free time, right? Um, the mom played the sport, the dad never played the sport. How can we help these moms, women? Uh, I mean, again, it doesn't need like, it could be a college female softball player that like, which is what we've encountered. And we'd be like, look, you can coach the team. Yeah. Like you can take over for this dad because he doesn't know what he's doing <laughs> and yeah, you can actually, so we've, and so like, you're like, now all of a sudden there's like this niche, like private lesson going on with our daughters, how to play softball. And you're like, like you should be getting this on the field in the group. Yeah. Like, like, and, and that now you, so, and it gets, and it gets to those like underlayers, right? The basics and this, and I'm like, my daughter can't throw a ball because they don't know the dads don't know how to throw a softball. Yeah. So, well, I, I think I think that number one, could I? I'll, I'll use me as an example. Could yeah. I? I see, just forget. I just see a coach. Yeah, and I see a coach, a volunteer coach. Right. Probably not doing as good a job as I think I could do. Right. But I don't have a desire to be like. Right. That guy, right. because there's so much headache that yeah. you don't see. Yeah. I'd rather be like the assistant coach who steps in <laughs> right. and helps in. Right. But so you, you know, I use that example because you have to have that underlying passion that says, I want to develop young minds because it is going to be very frustrating at times. Do I want to do that? Or do I not it, want to? Do I want to and, put myself through that? Right. And some of these parents and volunteers, <laughs> and, and, and again, I mean, mad respect because I'm not the one that's stepping up to say yes to sacrifice my Saturday morning where I just want to like hang out and relax or like a Sunday morning uh, because my coaching is just consumes me, right? Because yeah, being exactly. a coach, so I just want to be a dad in that moment. And and so mad respect to these dads and moms that do, but it's more of a, 
from what I'm witnessing, it's more of a body. It's like, like you said, like uh, they want to be the, they want to be the assistant coach. There's, there's some that jump in there and actually like have street cred and can actually coach. Uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about U sports, right? Yeah. Um, so I've, I've got some stats here on, on the U sports. Okay. Um, particularly getting to like just obviously more females and coaches. So from the sports and fitness industry association, uh, only one in four youth coaches is a female. And I saw, I actually was doing these numbers and I, and I was looking at this as I saw this stat, I was looking at my daughter's basketball coaches and I was like one in eight. <laughs> okay. It was even worse yeah, here. Exactly. Okay. And they say there are about 7 million adults that coach youth sports up to the age of 14. Um, and so what it, it like, it's, it's made me think like, okay, let me do an informal survey with some of my, my moms and dads in our community and parents and, um, and, and just a basic question. And the basic question was, do you see enough? And it was a simple yes or no. Cause I, I don't want to get into the, like, I, what I want to preface this by saying, I don't, I don't want them to think I'm judging them. I don't want them to think that I'm like, they're going to have to change their answer and be dishonest. It was so like, keep it simple. Like, do you see enough Scott female Paul, coaches? <laughs> right. Right. So exactly. And, and, and cause you know, I think some people are also very conscious of like, well, I want to be politically correct. How's he going to take it? And like what I'm no, just yes or no. So like, that's all I did. It was a simple box. yes or no. So it was, you know, do you see enough female faces in youth sports coaching? Uh, Meaning up to 14, as well as like, I was like, well, what about junior, like high school? Go to high school. Do you see enough? Uh, they said not in the younger. Yes, in the uh, middle school and high school, they start to see more, a couple okay. more. Because uh, we have a couple of prominent um, female coaches in the, our high school district. And then my next one was, um, would you like to see more? Yes or no? And the answer was yes. So it's like, how do you, so yes, right? We do want to. So like for my sport tennis, I see a ton of female coaches. Obviously, it's a little skewed. There's more male to female, but there are there are uh, I wouldn't say enough, but there are some. Um, and again, it goes to that one to four. Like take our club, right? There was one, and there were uh, one. There was a one to four ratio, right? Um, so could there be more? Yes. Uh, where are they? I don't know. Um, it it's 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 like a it's tough because I, I definitely think there's a connection that females have, women have, um, that, you know, me being, and also I can't be sometimes as, as, uh, jovial or like as physical because it can be interpreted in the wrong way, you know, whereas like a female okay. coach, you know what I mean? Like, it's a different, you know, you know, I'm, you know what I'm saying yeah, there? Exactly. Like, like it could, like, line. yeah. So, and I'm a very physical person, but then you're like, oh my God, this is a young kid. Like, I, okay, all right. Don't want to give you a hug. Yeah. I'll give you a bro hug yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> to, to the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, so, no. so, and I, and I think no that- No one wants a hug, they're all sweaty. But, but that's a really good <laughs> connection to have when you have that on, you know, as a coach, on a coaching staff. And just in the college ranks, you know, we think of Don Staley. Oh my goodness. Amazing for South so, Carolina. So, you know, I was- <sighs> So, to your point, youth sports, it's really, and I had looked up this, how many female versus male coaches are in different sports. Yeah. And. Love it. 
it was, I don't remember what they were, but it was surprising okay. to yeah. see that the number was higher in some of the sports than it was mm-hmm. in, you know, than you would have thought it was. But it really doesn't matter what it is now. It matters where it was right. and where it's going. Yeah. Is a number in a, in a stagnant, um, just looking at it in, in one point of time doesn't really help you understand the trend. But speaking of Don Staley, you know, I started to think about this, right? And we're going to move up to the collegiate level now. Okay. So I'm cool with that. And my perspective was, you know, why aren't there more women coaches? Why are more women? Co- and, and I think the best example, speaking of Don Staley, is me, hold on, hold on, hold on. That thought. Sorry, sorry. I have. I just have a quick because we're going to talk Don Staley. Did Did you ever think of this stuff growing up as a kid, as a boy? No, no. When did this come into your? When did this come into your vision? Thinking about females and how can we? You know, like how come we're not seeing more? When did this? Was it because of me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's no. Like, I think it's important that to you know. Planted like, that seed in my head. Yeah. And made me really start to think about yeah. it. Well, that's yeah. And, like ask questions about it, and then you start things that you would not normally observe before. You start to observe. Yeah. And like your sport in the professional level, skipping ahead, there's no women coaches in professional I know, tennis. Very few. Very few. And I mean, I, I don't know if there's. I think there's like one or two. They're at there. A high level. They're there. Yeah. But they both coach women. Yeah. Could they coach? A male? Absolutely. But yeah. um, anyway, back to the collegiate level. Yeah. And I love thinking about this. And, you know, I, you, your mind automatically goes to, like, the elite coaches in, in women's basketball. Gino, yeah. Gino Ariema. I know, is, right? For UConn. Is, you know. Icon. The most Legend. successful yeah. women's coach probably ever. Oh, um, uh, well, debatable. Well, Pat Summit, right? There's yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say so exactly. <laughs> yes. He has always had female assistant coaches on all of his staff. Wow, cool! And someone asked him, and he looked this up. And you might have heard this before, but I'd never heard this. Yeah. Why do you think there are not more women coaches in basketball? He said, he said it's very simple. He said the opportunities that society has availed to women are much different than they were 20 years ago. Yeah. You're no longer, and I'm, you know, this is me thinking, you're no longer a teacher, an admin, or yeah. a stay-at-home mom. There's yeah. so many other things that you yeah. can do in the world. And yeah. you can go into a corporation, you can move up in that corporation, you become management in that corporation. And, and he's like, you can live a normal life. Yeah. Basketball sucks. <laughs> you have to have an in enormous amount of passion for one for the sport yeah. and wanting to teach to coach youth about yeah. that because yeah. number one and this is i was at a okay so i was at a basketball game a couple of weeks ago and i was 10 feet from the huddle yeah and i'm just watching how many coaches there were involved <laughs> there was like love it Love the it. head coach, yeah. three assistant coaches, the director of personnel, <laughs> the two grad assistants, oh the trainers on the end. They're I everywhere. I know. It's, and it's, it's, a, it's a whole new bench <laughs> itself. So you think about it, right? If, yeah. you, if you have played the sport in high school and then in, in college specifically, yeah. okay, I have skills. I have, I'm very good at what I do at the, on this court. 
Would I like to teach others how to do that? Well, that's I don't know. Can, and can and can they transfer but, player to coach? But usually, it doesn't start after they've they've finished their career. Maybe it does if they're like, yeah. I don't have anything else to do. It started at some point. I would like to get into coaching. The reason you have to have that passion is when you're one of those assistant coaches at a mid level. You don't yeah. start at the top, right? Yeah, yeah mid level yeah. program. Yeah, you're not making anything. Yeah, you're you're and in you're, the you're in the trenches. You're you're learning. So you have to love yeah. to do that. And yeah. <laughs> to quote to to quote Gino Ariema again. Yeah. He's like, you know, why I really need to put up with this crap? You want me to sit in a gym with four hundred other coaches and watch seventeen year old spoiled brats play, and I have to take five of them to come play for me? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like so. He, He's like, they want to have a normal life. That's why there's not more women. That was yeah. his, his, point, his, his opinion was, they want to have a normal life. It's yeah. easy. Yeah. And it was, it was kind of like, I started to look at it, and it's true. Like, the people who are really, really elite coaches at the collegiate level, yeah. they're a bit nuts. Because yeah. they're... Yeah, you can... They don't Well, eat, they're passionate. They don't sleep. They're, like, neurotic about the sport. And you they, have have to, a, they have a serious love... For coaching and for the sport. And it... I mean, that's what it comes it down to. It makes them... Right. You know, I can't imagine being at that level. You can't... How do you sleep if you have a big game coming up? Like yeah. It's, it's impossible. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, how do you have time for your family? I mean, look, a lot of yeah. them don't have a family, right? <laughs> uh, I think, no, I think they do. So, I think it's a balance. I think it's, it's a balance. I mean, there's a sacrifice there. A huge, right? You have to, there's you a have sacrifice to have a there. That's willing to sacrifice. And I think you also but, need, you also need support from, um, you know, whoever's hiring you, yes, whether it's right. The AD, to, the yeah, owner, if it's a Yeah. Level, to say, you know, my family is going to be part of this. Uh, and I'm only just referencing, you know, I think there's a ton of coaches out there uh, that this this goes to, and and companies and organizations and colleges and universities. But I would, you know, the whole Coach K. I don't know if you saw the game, the retirement. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that was that that was really uh, heartwarming to hear that and to see that. But you know, there was sacrifice there from oh, yeah. his from his family because be. he's he eats, sleeps, breathes. Oh, you're talking basketball. about when he said. People say I love basketball. They're more than my family. Yeah, right, right. right. It's like shut that down. <laughs> you know, there's, uh, yeah, there's, there, but there, you know, I, I, he's got it, right? He's got a legacy, and you saw his legacy, and and then you look at Oriyama, Oriyama, and you look at his legacy, right? And it's a completely different legacy, and. It's, I, I think, similar legacy in one sense, but also, like, why did Krzyzewski never think to have a female coach, right? Like, I, I just well, don't... it's comfort level at some point. A lot of his of staff, course. his former players... Of course, his, ...that of played course. for him and understand what he needs. I get that. But there's um, got to be somebody there at Duke, right, that wants to be on the women's college well, basketball team or somebody like that, or, or is done, and you're like, hey, like... Can you help us out? Well, I think, okay, so let's transition. That's a good point, is how do you get on the staff? Right. So I was reading about the most famous case of their, of their their that exist existed now because she left, but yeah. Becky, Becky Hammond. Yeah, with Popovich. So how did she get started? Was she at the Spurs? Yeah. Yeah. 
right? It wasn't like she was coaching somewhere and they said, you're a really good coach, come be an assistant. It wasn't like that. You know, she was an elite college and professional basketball player. Okay. And you have this guy, Greg Popovich, who is like a su supreme basketball mind. Yeah. And evidently she was rehabbing in their center or near them. And he just started inviting her to like meetings and oh wow, she would just observe. I don't know if she observed, but then all of a sudden, I think in those moments, he would just ask like, what's your opinion? Wow. And because she's a, you know, a basketball, she's genius, knowledgeable. Yeah. She's knowledgeable. You have to be like, yeah. To earn the respect of those, that level of player, you have to yeah. be like, not just know what you're talking about. You have to be at a, an elite level. Yeah. And she proved it, and yeah. she was assistant coach for what I don't know, seven years or something. Yeah, it and was then, it was a good tenure. You know, it's funny is when Popovich got suspended or kicked out of a game, she coached the team. Yeah, yeah. So that was the first time that you've had a woman, you know, coach an American. That's cool. Men or male professional team. It's yeah. happened. I looked it up. It's happened in England. It's happened in oh, Europe. Oh, really? Yeah, in Europe. I was going to ask you. So. It, there was this, there was this, there is this small island outside, or, or I forget, off the coast of Denmark called Faroe Islands. Okay. And they're in Europe. They have a professional Premier League yeah. of soccer team. Yeah. They go to the Champions League. The number one team goes to the Champions League. So it's like legit. Yeah. Anyway, there, <laughs> this one team in this Faroe Islands was awful. And they had this woman coach coaching the youth of that club. Yeah. And they fired the, the main coach and they said, hey, come coach the team. Wow. So she she had been a soccer player right. for 25 right, years right, 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 right. in England and all yeah. the places. She's yeah. coaching a bunch of places. You don't just yeah. ascend to yeah. the, the junior coach if you're not like <laughs> exceptional. But she's now the coach yep. of this professional men's soccer team. Okay. Which is crazy because Europeans are not nearly as progressive as Americans. Yeah. And on that respect. I, I agree <laughs> with you. Yeah. So yeah, in terms of the athletic world. Yeah. No, with with football, yeah. as they would describe it. Yeah. I mean they're they they're gonna be the last ones for <laughs> to make any you know, to have a woman. To be progressive and I would into not the... be surprised and I'll make the call right now. Yeah. That if Popovich retires and it's a right situation, they might hire her back to be the coach. Interesting. It, she went on to the WNBA, right? Yeah, She's you know, it's not going to, but you know, he's getting up there in age. Yeah. Could it happen? Yeah, maybe, but All right, I'm it would ask, not surprise me. So I'm going to ask you a question. But let me tell you before we move on <laughs> why yes. I think that. Yes. Paul Gasol, who, you know, played for the Lakers, he played for the Spurs, he won a bunch of championships. Yeah. Elite basketball player. He wrote apparently a letter, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read a little bit, a, a quote from it. He said, "I've okay. played with some of the best players of this generation, and under two of the sharpest minds in the history of sports. Do you know who they are? Uh, Phil Jackson and Greg Popovich. Correct. I'm wait, wait, how did he play under Greg? Popovich? Oh, on the USA Spurs. Or Spurs. Oh, he was and on I, the Spurs. Yeah, and I'm telling you, no, he was probably later in his career. I'm telling you." <laughs> Becky Hammond can coach. I'm not saying she can coach pretty well. I'm not saying she can coach enough to get by. I'm not saying she can 
coach almost at the level of the NBA's male coaches. I'm saying Becky Hammond can coach NBA basketball, period. Wow. That's so, so cool. I, I mean, that's, and that's, like, that's a pretty, pretty darn good endorsement, right? I think that's a pretty darn good endorsement. Um, when, when, so this was, tell me more about this letter. Like, where did it go? I didn't, I didn't, I only got the quote. I love the quote. See? And then, okay. So this is, it's an open letter. So yeah. likely in a newspaper or yeah. publication of yeah. some kind. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So this is the thing. All right. So you, now you have a great, you have, you have a great supporter. Um, my, my next thought was like, you know, you're, you're sitting around and you're like, okay, so how, how do we get more females to coach because because the numbers have dropped and i'm going to give you a stat since 1972 um when title nine occurred uh before then okay 90 percent of the head coaching jobs uh women held for women okay sports yep okay okay and today 75 percent of all head coaching jobs in collegiate athletics are filled by men. So there is a flip. All right. So how do we get the numbers back? And I get like, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a simple fix, but so is it, is it me saying to my wife, like, Hey, like, do you, why don't (laughs) you need to do, why don't you, but she didn't do any of the sports. She did. I think she did soccer, but like, or saying to my neighbor, like, hey, you, you know, you were a softball player or you were basketball. You were, you played on the high school basketball team. Or you played college basketball. Like, I don't even think you need, like, I don't even think you need to go to the very few dads played college athletics, right? They did high school and they're like, yeah, Yay, woo, yeah like, exactly. <laughs> right? You know, rah, rah. Yeah. So I, I don't think you need this prerequisite of like, I needed to play college athletics. Um, you know, you could have played t-ball for all I care, but. Is it is it like you need to go around to people and just be like pr- promoting that rather than the dads being like, hey, mom, why don't you get in there and coach the soccer? Like, uh, well, like how yeah, does that? Like- I, I mean, at at the at the rec level, it's going to be whoever has time. That's the that's well, the mom issue. and dad are sitting there on the sideline, and you you have there's got to be somebody in there that as a female as a mom that like played, you know. No, you have no, two no, work. You have no, two work. You have two working parents, right? This is what we're getting to. You have two working parents. You have a mom and a dad, and then the dad takes over and becomes the alpha. What the frig? <laughs> like, why? Why are we not encouraging these women? And this is where I'm coming from because it's deeper than this. It's my daughter looking at everything institutionally as as the leader, as the coach, as somebody is a man. No, that is not the way it's moving. It's not where our world's going. We need well, no, more female I think leaders. I think, okay, so my friend also made a good point. He's like, you need time. It's kind of contradictory what you're saying, though. You need time. time. We're going backward. Correct. but So you, there can't be time. It, it's not but, time. But not understanding why that happened, it's hard to draw conclusions. You could maybe draw the wrong one. We don't know. I don't know why that. Well, happened, this is. I mean, this is a paid why, position. So why? Why did? Why? Well, did I'll tell. I'll tell you why. Here's okay. I, I, I'm going to interrupt because I, I know where you're going. I, I, here's my conclusion. You have ads. How many female ads are there? I don't know, but I would guarantee Few. that 80 percent to 90 percent are male ads. Yes. And and you said a word comfortability, male. Uh, leadership figures, as in CEOs, as in the corporate world are going to be more comfortable hiring more males. 
as in sports. An AD is a leadership role. Okay, you're cringing over there because you're, <laughs> you're. But it, it, I think I'm on to something that's dead serious, and I and I think this is an issue that we need. There needs to be, and again, we're not going to change the world right now, but like, it's just institutionally, it's wrong. We've never had a female president. I know we're moving there. Woo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, studio goes nuts. <laughs> All right. But. Um, oh, that took a weird turn. <laughs> we have a political conversation now. No, no, no. But you know where I'm going with this? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, I, and I, and I think it goes from youth up to collegiate, up to professional. I, uh, yeah, I am SMH. And I'm just, which you, know, you don't know what that means, but. Yeah. The audience <laughs> you does. Can, you can. <laughs> I'm doing that. I'm describing that. You saw me do it. Um, I think at the rec level, it's a completely different story because it's time and it's who wants to put, who wants to volunteer. It's, it's the volunteer. dad in it's position a, that needs to say, we, mom, we need a volunteer. <laughs> but yeah, but okay. As you move up though, if you go into club or if you go into travel, I don't know enough about travel softball right. to understand who yep. the people in the coaching positions there are. You would think at some point, you know what? I don't care. Right. It becomes, a to me, it's a meritocracy. I want the best coach. Yes. I don't want the best woman coach. Yes. I don't want the best male coach. I want the best I want coach. I the best coach, right. I don't care, you know, you know, if, if I don't look at it as as a female or a male, I think of it as who is the most qualified, and the people who are at in the travel level, in the club, in the club level, theoretically had to interview, had to show that they were a good coach, or the program wouldn't hire them because people are paying a lot more money to put their kids in that program. And I, and I think there are a couple sports that if I mean. And again, this is where we just debate. This is where we debate. This is the fun part of it. Um, if you're going to say players translate into coaches, right, wouldn't a female, wouldn't a, a female, a woman who played softball, who is so equivalent to the same level of a male, right, they're both great coaches. However, I'm going to go with a female who actually played the sport Rather than a male. No? Uh, okay. Right? You would theoretically think that would happen. Right. Uh, well, I mean, but... Doesn't always translate. Great, greatest objective. That's yep. the issue. Yep. Yep. Um, but, I don't know. Like, I I, I don't have my tri my daughter in any sports yet, so I don't right. have seen... Right, right. I know. You have happen. two boys. Yep. If it, and a daughter... She's just too young to be in the... No, 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 that's, <laughs> that's what I mean. But the boys are already starting sports. But, yeah. you know, if Mia Hamm was the coach of my son's soccer team, I wouldn't think it was weird, right? It goes right. back to the meritocracy. Right, right, right. No, I get it. I get it. And I, and I know, like, this is a really long conversation, but I hope it, like, for our listeners, you know, we can start to think about this, and uh, uh, we're going to promote this a little more. And yeah, I we want you to think about it. We want you to ponder. We and start just, talking about it, like, right? Like, why, just start talking about talking it. to your spouse. Is like, why aren't why don't you coach our daughter? Why don't you coach them? You know, like, yeah. and maybe I, find I, out the reason and yeah. help us move the needle. Yeah, 
just move the dial a little bit, right? And and but maybe it even says to our wives or our friends, uh, they start to say, "Hey, oh, we know of somebody, or we know so and so." And I mean, I think that's how it starts. Um, I will. I will say, and I f- am very sympathetic towards her struggle, but my f- friend who yep. was the D one softball player also yep. coaches her. She's a co. Not an assistant. She's a co-head coach of her daughter's basketball team. Yeah. And this is a struggle for her because, and this is something that society still is weird about. Like when you tell that riddle about why can't I work on my, I can't work on this child. This is my son. Well, what does that mean? Oh, it's the female, the female doctor, right? It's like that bias, the unconscious bias that we have. Yeah. So the referees at before every game, if both the, she's a co-head coach. The other co-head coach is a male. Yep. They automatically assume that he's the coach yeah, when he's she's there. there. Right. It's and terrible. that's something that terrible. It's you know, like she has to not be annoyed by that. Yeah. Externally, internally, yeah. bugs just you know. I love really that you just said her, that because so. I, I have I have a quote from a book, from this amazing book that I I just started kind of dabbling with that my wife is reading and it's um. I, I, I'll have to get the name of it. All right, but um, it it is it, it is like blowing my mind away. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you this quote. This is this is amazing. So uh, uh, verbatim, it, it just says, "Glennon, that's the character. You refer to God as she. Why do you believe that God's a female? I don't. I think it's ridiculous to think of God as anything that could possibly be gendered." But as long as the expression of God is female is unimaginable to many while the expression of God is male feels perfectly acceptable. And as long as women continue to be undervalued and abused and controlled here on earth, I'll keep using it. That's heavy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> but it's the perspective, right? And this is like this is where I'm going. It's the perspective because it, it touches on what you just said about somebody looking between a male and a female and their perspective through their lens, they think that the male is a leader. Well, no, 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 no. I, my opinion is that it's unconscious. They don't even realize what they're doing because every other coach in the whole league is male. They don't even, oh. Yeah, but think, think Wait, who, who thinks of God as a, as a female? Not very many people. That's right. And that's but, because that we have been trained to think of God as a male. It's the same exact thing. Well, it's a little easier with with head coaches. <laughs> yeah. not no, but I'm. It's this right. It's the, the Almighty. Same, you know, I know, but you know where I'm going. All right. <laughs> we have to get out of these habits, these I, thoughts. That is, these are thoughts that are not un- acceptable. I think unconscious bias is something that is a generational. It you know it takes okay. a generation to change it because yep. it's a yep. mindset shift. Right. Absolutely. And. You know, even from when we were kids to now, it's different. But hopefully, we're teaching our kids. You're teaching your kids yep. to be more open-minded, to be more accepting, to be, you know, like the kind of things that we accepted as normal. Yeah. In our childhood, that it it's not necessarily how it is in the world. So right. help us. Yep. You know, I think instruct instructing <laughs> parenting our kids yep. to be more yep. open-minded coaching yep absolutely absolutely and maybe exposing them to something that 
we were not exposed to, which is female coaches. Right. I loved the female coach at the club. She was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I had lessons with her. And Absolutely. I didn't think of her as, I didn't think of the person on the other side of the net as male or female. I thought of her, are you good? Do I respect yeah. you as yeah. a tennis player? But you're, you're again, <laughs> you know? yeah, again, you're, do you're, I, you're, do I like the way you're training me? Do your I thought not like process it? is different than some, and some females will be like, I want a female. Remember that. It's true. It's true. Just saying. Just drop. Is that in. another episode that we're going to talk <laughs> exactly. about later? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Let's be more open minded. By the way, we're we are getting to that time. We and we're gonna we're gonna because we have next week we have a, we actually have this is pretty cool. We have a special guest. She is the most successful and winningest coach in Westchester County for a particular sport. I'm not going to tell you the sport. The, uh, but the, I'm really interested. The in live audience is going to go crazy <laughs> in a second. Yes, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into it, and we're gonna talk more. Um, uh, you know, obviously, we're gonna we're gonna share some of what we were talking about tonight with her, and I also want to just kind of learn about like what has made her so successful uh, as a coach. I, I want to know how she got into it. Totally right, right. I know. There's it's it's pretty pretty cool. She's in the Westchester uh, Hall of Fame for sports. It's it's really neat. So. Anyways, awesome. yeah, everybody, thanks for hanging with us for these uh, 40 minutes, 45 minutes. We we had a blast. Uh, and hopefully we, what, we opened up their minds, changed, you know, maybe opened up their perspective. Maybe mini mind explosion emoji. <laughs> right. And, if, and look, we are so open to, uh, you know, topic ideas, questions. We'd love to hear your comments. Please, again, uh, on Instagram, SC Trojan Brad. Uh, and Jeff Loconti Tennis, G-E-O-F-F-L-O-C-O-N-T-E, Tennis. Keep it real, keep improving, and keep doing better. See ya. Out.